Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. Greetings and well met, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 115 of Tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the Dungeon Crawler Network, and of course, our sponsors over at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. I am your host, Ajellos, and we are back for another excellent episode, and with me today, Arkaneer, his first time as an official, official co-host, permanent co-host, so I ensnared him. You know, I'm like a Black Widow. Arkaneer, hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How's Having it? the official banhammer feels good. The official banhammer, right? Yeah. You slowly <laughs> climbed the ranks. You know, server admin in our Discord form, became a, um, a a moderator on the Twitch stream and YouTube stream, and now you're just, now you're on the show. So, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. It, it's the path to power, and he followed it, and there mm-hmm. we go. So... Also, the returning man, the guy who's been hiding and playing way too much Pokemon Go. Avi Optimal, how are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, my throat is killing me, and I listened to the last episode and realized uh, you needed more of me, so I'm back. <laughs> That's what it was. There was something missing. Yeah. There, it was. Yeah. I'm like, man, where's all, where's all the Avi at? <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were not optimal that day. We were not <laughs> All right, terrible puns aside, we're going to go ahead and roll right on into the news because I'm not going to let this introduction go any longer because I'm just <laughs> really ruining it right now. Um, first, we've got a couple quick dimensions to go over. First off, the official Elder Scrolls Online page released a new ESO Styler style parlor guide style. on their website. Style. Words are hard. Yeah. They're very hard, okay? Um, it's it's a quick guide just showing you what all you can do. If you've been playing on the PTS or you're any type of um, veteran player, I'm sure you can figure it out on your own. It's not very difficult. But it, it's nice for a, a quick reference for people who maybe 
are just picking up the game and never got it before. Anything like that. So, I mean, it's on the official Elder Scrolls page. They talk about what the uh, race and appearance tokens are. And actually, they gave a price now. Yeah. Which is interesting. The appearance tokens are a 1,000 crowns. And the race change tokens are 3,000. Um, so, what do you guys... Do you feel that's like a fair price for these things? 3,000 crowns for race change? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. I think that's a little. I think that's a little bit expensive for a race change. I mean, that's thirty dollars. It is. Uh, I can see. I can see fifteen to twenty being more acceptable, but that's that's just me personally. Maybe it's because I pick the right race, Breton, all the time. <laughs> so I, I pick the right race, Nord. Even though pick, the racial you guys, pick, you guys pick the Nord, the three thousand. No, I'm kidding. There, uh, no, I, I even said like, there's no way I'm changing from Nord. I don't really care. Nord no. is Nord is my my thing, and we are getting some buffs for stamina, so I'm not really feeling mm-hmm. too bad. We're not we're not as great as well. Khajiit Khajiit are like the best for DPS right now. You just can't touch them. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. I don't want to be a furry Khajiit. I want to be a Nord because <laughs> that's what I am. I'm trying to think. Uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Warcraft lately, and their race change is, I think, close to $30 or $25, so it's not... It doesn't seem that out of the way for me. Okay. I mean, race change, race change is not something you would do all that often, so I think that's a fair price. Right. Unless you want to like play just one character and keep minimizing and maximizing it to DPS and tank changes. Right. Otherwise, there is no need to, you know, switch back and forth between races all that often. And now that we have the um, no veteran ranks anymore, all of our 50-plus characters are at the same level. I don't know, leveling a new character instead of paying 30 bucks would make more sense to me. I'm actually just looking at this. Character appearance changes. I just, for my own benefit, I've actually went to Warcraft, which is one of the first ones mm-hmm. that allowed this. Appearance changes... Uh, are fifteen dollars? Um, I think you can change your race with that. No, no, I'm wrong. Appearance changes just let you go back in and do the um, recreate your character. They're fifteen dollars for an appearance change. Mm. Race changes are twenty five bucks. So it seems kind of like about what everyone else is charging. I mean, yeah, our appearance mm-hmm. is cheaper. But our race change is more expensive. Yeah. But honestly, since they changed a lot of the racials in WoW, racial changes don't actually mean much. So it's more just flavor. Whereas in ESO, they're they're considerable. Like, well, if you're a Red Guard, for instance, it, it's and you're you know stamina DPS, it's considerable. Like your your sustain is way above everyone else's. So you know that is that is what it is. Mm-hmm. So it seems kind of like on top of it, but yeah, all right. Um, name changes are two thousand five hundred crowns. That's a bit much, I think. Uh, well, I mean, rate, race change for three thousand and just name for twenty five. I don't know. That's that feels a bit much. Avi, what do you think? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Twenty five dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just my mind state where I am right now, but I'm just like, yeah, that just seems like a lot of money for a name change. It almost—I don't know why—I almost pictured all this stuff kind of 
coming in this, like the name change almost seems like something that would come in appearance change, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, is the na- name change that important for people to send $25? I guess if, it is. If you've had a deep, bad reputation, yeah. maybe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it is important for me, actually. I spend hours trying to come up with a name when I create a character, but that's why $25 is too much for it. Because yeah. I need, I, I will change some character's name. Oh, I'm the <laughs> same way. I change. I know. Well, for role players or whatever, if you kill off a character yeah. and you don't want to, like, you know, if you've leveled it and you want to continue playing it, I know some people who delete characters after the exactly. role playing community. This would allow you just to change the name, race, and then you could continue keep your progress on the character if you really liked it. Exactly. Oh. I mean, my main character, Arkanir Silver Shield, is dead in role play. But I can't delete it because that's my main character. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh... Uh, I was actually hoping to, you know, change its name and appearance a little bit, but will I pay 35 bucks for it? No. I'll just go ahead and level a new character for that. Well, considering everything's account-wide now, it's really not that... Other than the name, which, unless you deleted your character and, and, and redid it, like, for me, Ajelis is a very important name for me. Mm-hmm. Like, day one, I'm sitting here waiting for the servers to come up to make sure I got my name. Um, because that's just something that was important to me. Um, but, if the name wasn't important and, and everything being account wide now, getting a character to 50, ask Avi, takes like 10 minutes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, so, it, it is what it is. And, I mean, even the gear. You can just throw in your bank and then put on a new character. I mean, I did that with a lot of my gear. So it's not like anything for character progression other than achievements really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, hairstyles, adornments, markings, they're all being added. And the prices on these items will vary starting from 200 crowns and will fluctuate from there. That's normal. Yeah. yeah that's fine. If you really wanted a special hairstyle, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um... There's going to be a name race change bundle for 3,500 crowns and a few other little things as well as a, a style pack that had all the original hairstyles available in it and you can get all that at once. Um, they don't have a price on that one yet. So. Actually, it, doesn't it say available for 3,500 crowns? At yeah, the but I think that's... Uh, the name and race change. name and race oh. change is okay. on there. I don't know about the original... like. We'll be offering a pack that includes all existing hairstyles, 90 plus in all. This will be available to, uh, to freely change your hairstyle available to any character uh, on the character creation screen as often as you like. So, I mean, obviously race and gender yeah, yeah. apply, but they didn't really talk about that. But all the original ones you'll be able to buy, and then you'll be able to flop them back and forth. But then they'll add special hairstyles and adornments, and those will be 200 crowns a piece or mm-hmm. somewhere in that. Uh, for a quick dimension news, we really didn't go that very quick. So we're going to move on. <laughs> uh, the next one, which is really exciting for some of us, uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends has officially lifted its NDA. And I know I've been playing. I can say that now. Uh, I've been playing too. Mark's been playing. <laughs> yeah. I, so. I've, been in, I've been playing for a little bit. Yeah, so we've all been playing. Actually, um, we should stream in DCN. We really should. That would be actually an awesome thing to do, so... We, we should do that. Uh, we'll plan a day and do that then. Mm-hmm. Um, Avi, I think I got you yours. <laughs> Your invite. Yeah, you did get me mine, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a, a message from one of their community managers and said, hey, 
I want in on this, so they sent me a beta key right away, so I was like one of the first people in there. And uh, they asked me if there was anyone else, and I'm like, yeah, hold on, no, I got a few names, so... <laughs> um, there we go. Alright. Those, those are quick dimension news. Um, we do have something coming forward for the Elder Scrolls Legends in the future. I'm going to kind of keep that vague for now. Uh, join our Discord, you hear us talk about it. That's that's going to be my plug. So join Discord, you'll hear us talk about it. This super vague thing that will happen eventually. Alright, moving into our normal news. First up, the PS4 very silently added three and six month ESO Plus subscriptions to their PlayStation Store. Now, the reason why this is news is originally console players had to do it by a month-to-month basis for ESO Plus. They are now able to do all of this just like PC players and get longer subscriptions for a um, for a discounted price. Uh, Three-month subscription is $41.99 on the PS Store and the six-month is $77.99. So... There you go. I mean, Xbox didn't get this yet? Nope. Mm-hmm. All, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I saw this on Reddit, and the very highest rated comment is WTF Xbox. Oh, yeah. I see yeah. It <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and then more things. And P- and the PS4 had a crown store sale uh, not too long ago. Xbox didn't. It's absolute, yeah. well, some word I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it seems is... like Xbox got the harder hand when it comes to ESO. Damn Microsoft! Yeah, yeah, yeah I got that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, it, it's nice if you were planning on being a long-term player anyway, because essentially when you're doing this, a 30-day sub is 14.99, right? For 30 days. When you're buying it in bulk, you know the 90-day is 13.99, and the six-month is. Twelve ninety nine. So you're you're getting like a dollar off every time you do this. So two bucks off every month. Maybe that's not a big deal to you. But if you're planning on subbing anyway for that long, yeah. I mean that's what I do. I buy the highest sub package I can, which is I think the six month, hundred eighty days, and it's boom. So because besides I, you get a lot more crowns up ahead. So oh yeah, you get all your crowns right at the start. It's like nine thousand or something like that, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's really nice. But, yeah, Xbox is being screwed as per normal. Um, you think that? You think that's why it says they quietly added it to it? Because then the Max was like, oh, if we announce this, like, it's some special thing, then the Xbox people are going to rip us apart. I don't... See, I don't really know if they would really... Maybe. It seems know. like something... Could it be, seems yeah. like something... Cinemax would have at least announced. I know Xboxes have been having a lot of issues lately. Um... A lot of issues. In fact, we've actually got three or four new guild members because they finally gave up on Xbox and said, screw it, and they came to the PC and joined our guild. Um, They're like, we've been fans of the show forever. We were on Xbox. We hate it. It sucks. So we decided to come for PC. So here we are. And so they've been joining us in in the community. So, um, PlayStation, or uh, not PlayStation, PC. We accept all console refugees. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I was gonna make a Trump reference, but I decided against it. Yeah. No. 
I don't know what it is. Yeah, anyway. All right, next little bit of news. And this one's actually pretty good for anyone who's been doing Vet Mouse from Arena. But with Update 11, which, by the way, comes out, I think, tomorrow. Uh, it's the 1st of August. So, yeah, tomorrow is the Update 11. Vet Mouse from Arena weapon drop rates are been increased to... 100%. So when you complete it, you will definitely get one weapon. And this was confirmed as I scroll down through this. Rich by Lambert. Ri yep, Rich Lambert. Yeah. Pretty much just a one word, man a few words. He's been on our show episode 100. <laughs> you should go listen to it. Um, confirmed that Vet Mouse from Arena with the Shadows of the Hiss patch will be increased to 100%. So whenever you do complete it, you will get at least one weapon. So... Nice, yeah. I know. Go ahead, Ark. Oh, okay. Um, there was a com comment in there that said um, it's also being ninja nerfed. Do you know anything about that? I I don't honestly. Um, I've not heard much changes about nerfs. I mean, one way or the it was other. a comment in that um, thread. I'll actually quote it. Um, I heard from guildies playing on PTS that they feel wet, wet, uh, veteran Maelstorm Arena is getting a ninja nerf. Yes, you get templates and we are used best gear on the PTS, but my guildies are not deathing. I guess that's not dying. Uh, yeah. Veteran Maelstorm Arena on PTS yet still haven't beat it on live. Hmm. But it, there wasn't any um, moderator developer comment on that, so I don't know. You know, and all the time I've been on the PTS, I've not actually tried Mouse from Arena because I didn't. There was not been any changes to it. Uh, I've done some Dragon Star, but not Maelstrom. Mm -hmm. um, Justin G in chat actually mentioned, and he's like, "I play on all three platforms, and Xbox is horrible right now. I switched to PS4 as my main platform. It's a night and day difference." Yeah, that's what I've heard. I guess uh, Microsoft needs to get that Scorpio project out the door because their subpar <laughs> hardware is not doing real well right now, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just messing with them. Um, but they do have worse hardware. I know their Scorpio is supposed to be pretty good, but who knows when that's going to come out. I hope so, yeah. Well, that was that. They announced <clears throat> something like that at E3, so one of the few things announced at E3. Inpen. That's right. Inpen trait. Jessica Folsom, we love you, Jessica, by the way. Um, she went to the forums, and she left us a little note saying, We have an update for everyone. We are making the following changes to trait attainability with the launch of update 12. I think she means update 11. Hmm. I didn't pay attention to that, actually. Wait, wait, hold on. Unless this is something that... Is up I'm almost positive it's update 11. But maybe I'm, she is doing 12. I'm scrolling down to see if anybody else noticed that. that yeah. Doesn't look, doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. Anyway, maybe not update 11. Maybe it is 12, but I don't think so. I think they did it for this one. Anyway, regardless, they're changing the way traits are being attained, including prosperous and training are be, being removed as valid trait for all item drops in trials. Uh, valid traits for trials and leaderboard rewards are as follows. For weapons, you'll be able to get Infused, Powered, Precise, Defending, Sharp, and Charge, and Decisive. Armor, you'll be able to get Infused, Divines, Well-Fitted, Reinforced, and Sturdy. Item drops in the Overland and in Dungeons now have a chance of dropping with 
all available traits, including impenetrable. So, yeah. PvPers will rejoice. I know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Our PvP man himself, Glassner, was mentioning, like, finally he'll be able to go and get some of these sets that were specifically PvE with Inpen and try them out now. Um, so that's, that's, that's good. That's definitely yeah, that's a, awesome. a good thing. Also, people like me that doesn't run trials that much won't have to go through the, you know, the initial excitement of getting an item but then realizing it's it's training or prosper so whatever <laughs> right <laughs> that disappointment makes, makes you want to bang your head against your head yeah. when that happens i gotta say a, a hello to monovin in chat hello monovin hello um i think it's one of the first times i've ever seen her in chat so that's awesome <laughs> um Justin G in chat says, Can I ask, is everyone else excited for one Tamriel? I'm pumped for it, but I see a fair bit of negativity towards it. I don't hate... Uh, I'd hate for Zoss to flip-flop on that idea. I'm going to open that to the floor. I'm excited for one Tamriel because it... It kind of reminds me in a weird sense of, like, Witcher 3, which I love Witcher 3, uh, with the open-world concept without leveling zones. And I actually even mentioned a few episodes ago we were talking about one of the discussion topics was I'd really love to be able to have my favorite zones being the Skyrim zones, because I'm Ebonheart Pack, they're 1 to 50. But there's no reason for me to go back there. At least now I'll be able to farm high-level materials in, you know, in, in Riften and in, in Eastmarch. Um, which I couldn't do before. I had to go to one of the AD zones. and I, I was going to go, eh, but to be honest, the zones that everyone hates, I'm actually really loving right now. Um, I'm well, loving Valenwood. Like Grot Grotwood. I love Grotwood. I love Greenshade. Like, I don't know why everyone hates on them, because I go, love them. Go through it five times. Oh, I mean, you, you could say that about any zone, really. Uh, not East March in the Rift. Yeah. But there's nothing. I mean, that's because we are playing Ebonard Pact all True. the time. Yeah, our, our grind zones are in Dominion Lands, which which is, you know, sucks. Green yeah. I I don't know why. Like everyone hates them, and I'm loving those zones. I'm walking through them. They're they're fantastic. And plus, maybe it's the fact it's so humid here that I feel like I'm in a jungle. I don't know. I'm just really immersive at that point. <laughs> but I really do like both Grotwood and Greenshade. I'm actually in Malibu Tour right now. I just started it. Um, but everyone who was complaining about them, I'm like, I kind of like these zones. I mean, they're better than Shadowfen. That's all I know. Oh, definitely. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, Shadowfen is the you know, I, I don't want to offend the Argonians, but it's as weird as Argonians. All yeah. the, all the, all of them, all of them, them. Shadowfin reminds me of why I'm not playing ESO right now. It's like, ugh, that play, that play, awful. <laughs> Gives me chills thinking about all the questing and grinding of low characters I've done there. Right, and, and I've heard other shows, which I listen to a lot of podcasts for multiple reasons. One, um, you know, I do like following some other indie MMOs, and even some other other more popular ones that I don't even play. I just like the, the podcast because it's what we do. So I like to listen and see what I can do to improve by listening to what other people are doing and going from there. There's a few really good shows. Um, I'm not going to name names for one, but there a lot of people I've talked to Discord about 
They're a very popular show about Final Fantasy XIV. I listen to them because I don't play Final Fantasy XIV, but I listen because they've been doing this for like 10 years, and their quality is top-notch. Like, it is amazing. Um, so I'm listening to these guys, and they were talking about one Tamriel not really understanding. They're like, oh, ESO's just removing all levels, and that's stupid. And they were talking about it in regards to their game, going, because uh, they're, Anyway, they're talking about getting some sort of leveling boost or whatever and how much they hate it. And they mention that ESO is removing levels. And I, I'm sitting there, like, shaking, going, they're not removing levels. The levels are there. They're doing scaling so that everything is... It's like Skyrim, honestly. Exactly like Skyrim. Because when Skyrim, when you go into a, a dungeon, the levels of the monsters inside are not predetermined with the exception of, like, one or two uh, storyline ones. <laughs> The monsters in those dungeons that you go into are automatically leveled based on your character level when you first enter. So if you're level 10 when you go into that one mine, all the monsters in there are level 10. You go back at level 50, they're still level 10. But they use a scaling function that as you're going along, the monsters scale with you. Even the world scales with you. You don't start seeing blood dragons right away. Once you hit a certain level, you start seeing blood dragons. You know, when you're level 1 to 10, you're not seeing Draugr Overlords, you're just seeing normal Draugr, but once you're up there at those higher levels, that's what they're doing. They're doing a scaling, and I like scaling because it will allow us to go anywhere you want, but still give you a sense of personal progression. And any of us who've been doing um, playing, like I played Rothgar on a low-level character. Yeah, I was battle scaled. I still felt weak as hell. Man, yeah. and every time I got a level, I felt stronger. I go in with my max level character, and I'm wrecking face. And you can tell the difference. So there's still a level of personal progression. It just really opens the world up to, I can go anywhere I want, wherever I want, whenever I want. It's a, I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm yeah, not. Go for it, Ark. Go, go for it, Ark. <laughs> the main reason I, I love One Terminal will be that I have some real friends that play Elder Scrolls Online. The problem is, we don't play at the, you know, some of us play for five hours, some of us play day and night. Mm -hmm. And there's always a level gap between us. We can't quest together because, I mean, my main is at uh, CP whatever, they are not even at veteran ranks yet. So, I'll be able to play with them, with my right. main. I won't have to level a character from scratch. And that's, and that's something we... Because I hate that. And we can do that with anyone, too. Like, you get yeah, yeah. you get a new friend who just starts playing. You don't... Like, I went when my buddy started playing this game. Um, I I made a new character, but I'm, I'm out of slots at this point. But I went down and I followed them around on my high-level character. And it's not like I could even really help in a lot of cases because of phasing and stuff like that. And if I helped, they didn't get a lot of experience. But I kind of followed behind, showed them where to go... And if they got into trouble, I saved them. But that's not really playing in my regard. I really like... I like games that either have something like scaling or some sort of mentor system scaled down so that way content's relevant. And as Justin said, yeah, a lot of people who are complaining about it don't understand how it works. From the outside, they think they're just removing all levels. They're not. There's still character progression. It's just now they're making it all viable... And for those of us who love certain zones, I cannot wait to go back and just walk around East March again 
and farm materials rather than doing it in Reaper's March or Malibu Tour or anything like that. I want to do it in the zones that I love and I'm part of. So, um. Monowen on chat made a good point though. The one, um, the one negative thing that I see about Wantamria is that everywhere will be very populated. I won't be able to pretend that I am playing a single player game anymore. And that actually makes sense, because I know some people really enjoy, you know, playing other scrolls online, but just not with people. Huh. In, in their own um, way, you know. So that might be a problem for those people, yeah. I guess, but... For... I mean, it's not a reason to scratch the whole thing, that's for no, sure. Oh, yeah. No, 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 and, and, and I, I get what you're saying, Monovan. Um, but with... And I'm gonna say this, so don't don't take offense. I don't mean like that, but it, it is an MMO, so there are other people. Like, I, 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 it's one of those things that it, it always kind of fascinates me when people are like, "I just want to be a completely single player game with a multiplayer game." I get you don't like playing with other people, but the other thing that I always look at for that is, I can't imagine walking around a world and being the only person. Doesn't that make it feel kind of weird? Like. To me, when I see lots of people, it feels like a thriving, vib vibrant world that I'm part of. And that's how I always look at it. Even if I don't want to play with the people, it's just like, hey, it, what are the odds that I'm going to walk down the street or whatever and not see another person? Um, I don't know. And plus, if you really just want to play solo, go into the solo instances. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to play in the questing areas, so... Um, so, I don't know. That That's how I feel about it. But some people may argue, especially people who are in favor of the MMO side of things, are going to love the idea of being populated. I hear Arkinger typing over there. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'm, sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm over here. To, I hear him. I'm just like, he, he's now an official host. I give him a hard time when he's typing. When he was a guest, I couldn't. Now I can. Um... No, I get what you're saying. Being completely immersed is something that's nice to do. And and I do agree. I like being immersed in this game. Because this game more than anything. Um, but for the overall health of the game, I know a lot of people complain when they start MMOs going, it feels so empty. I'm leveling up and no one's around. You know, I feel like, especially if you join later, this is actually going to allow new players to walk into the world and go, oh my goodness, this game is really thriving. That's what I think. Avi, you've been quiet. Uh, I don't know. I I agree. <laughs> I think I think you took it all pretty good. I agree with it. I like One Tamriel. I have no no problem with it. Even though honestly, I'm not overexcited for the whole thing. It doesn't. It just really doesn't phase me too much. I think it's cool. I think fishing's gonna be insane with all the alliances coming together. So it's stuff true. like that's cool. Stuff like that is cool. So. And, and here's something that's actually really nice when you talk about the alliances, being that alliances won't matter for anything other than Cyrodiil. It always felt jarring to me when I was doing the quest in the Almari Dominion or Daggerfall Covenant because I am Ebonheart Pact. And, you know, I get, I get storyline-wise, you're essentially, through magic, everyone just assumes you're part of their covenant. But it always felt really weird to me. Now it's going to be a little different. Being able to play with AD characters, it's really going to open up the world. 
So what yeah. are you gonna feel? Are you gonna feel more like you're just not part of a faction when you're playing PVE? I feel that now. I mean, honestly, one thing that I really think they should do is they should go back and remove any references to the War of the Three Alliances, the Three Banners War. There's very few times, and actually, I shouldn't say very few. There's very few in Daggerfall and uh, uh, Aldmari Dominion where they mention the other factions. But in the Dagger or in Ebonheart Pact, we're under attack constantly. I mean, even even our main zone is under attack by Daggerfall. You go, they're everywhere. They really should just go through and change all the storylines, and just instead of saying, "Oh, Daggerfall's attacking," because most of the time. The story isn't, um, they're side quests, they're not even the main story arc, but I think they should change it to remove any of that, that way when you're playing, like, I did a quest the other day where they're like, Abnar Pack is attacking people along the road, I'm like, so why am I talking to you, I really feel like I should kill you now, you know, to help out the people who I'm really part of, um. But I really think that they should just make those changes. It wouldn't be hard to make the changes. You just change the text. You go, yeah, sorry, the or whoever it is, our our rent, you know, renegade. Um, uh, what I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the word here. People who are AWOL, What are they called? Uh, deserters. Ebonheart oh. Pack deserters are now attacking or something like that. So you could tell that they're something different, right? And a reason why you would want to take them out as part of the Ebonheart Pack. Like, that quest in particular stands out to me because I'm Ebonheart Pack. Why would I want to kill the Ebonheart Pack guys? Unless they were deserters. In which case, then I would go, okay, I can help you out because, you know, it kind of helps me out. Um, well, I mean, the way I would rather that to be implemented would be that, um, you know, you go through your own... Um, alliance quest line, like you always do. Okay. When you are in Ebonar Pact, the Daggerfall or whatever attacks you, uh, the storyline goes on like that. Once you uh, move on to the Almer Dominion or the Daggerfall Covenant as the gold or, gold or silver content, then those texts are texts are removed, and there are no mentions of alliance. So you still get to experience the alliance storyline, alliance war storyline. But don't break the immersion when you are in Daggerfall or Almere Dominion. You know what's really yeah. funny is I was up to the point where we were getting ready to talk about our discussion topic is what is the already in-game features would you like to see expanded and, and how? I think this fits. This is part <laughs> of it. So that's what our discussion topic is for this week. Right. And was that a, was that your segue right there? It is because as I'm sitting here going, I'm like, we're talking about the questing, and I'm like, this is perfect because I'm just going to wrap it all in. So we're in our discussion topic right now, even though I didn't announce it earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, Justin. It sounds like we work together on this, you know. Um, yeah. No, it, immersion for me is a big thing with with these games, and it does feel very weird. When you're, when you're one of these factions and then being attacked or defending against your own people, like I can't imagine being Daggerfall Covenant and going and playing Bleak Rock because it's all about Daggerfall Covenant attacking you. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you're using the light of Meridia to live and fight through the eyes of another faction. You make the agreement with Meridia and with uh, the guy with the Cadwell. pot on his head. Huh? 
Caldwell, yeah, you make an agreement with them that this is something that you want to do. You can say you can click cancel and not do it. The, but the idea is that the quest is kind of saying, go live in the eyes of your enemy. All right, I, I'm going to say it. Which is, something, which is something I've always kind of liked. Like, the Alliance War is my favorite part of this game. So every time I see it getting taken away, I'm just like, I just like Okay. Um, I like the th Three Banners War, and I like that it's contained within Cyrodiil. I'm going to say this now, I hate the Cadwell quest, um, because it feels so shoehorned in. Because they weren't originally going to allow us to do the three factions. Only near the beginning of the launch of the game did they take that back, and that whole Cadwell's silver and gold quest were added. It feels very shoehorned in. Like so, um, you so you you'd rather you'd rather have it so it's like one day you're level say twenty and you're questing doing Evan Hartpack stuff, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I want to go over to the AD zone. So you go over to the Dominion, you start working for the Queen, and then you can you can go over to the Daggerfall for a little bit and start working for the King before you head back to Yorn, to Yorn, the Skull King. Like that's way more immersion breaking for me. Actually, I agree with Avi. And besides, any pact made with a Daedric Prince turns out to be a bad one. <laughs> so that that and, explains the lot. Like, and it's like, is everybody undaunted? Is everybody undaunted now? Is that the whole thing? Like, the world is just all undaunted. All these people, hundreds undaunted. of thousands of undaunted, undaunted running around just yelling undaunted. Please, no. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It's like, why else would you be able to access all three of the zones? all three of the areas so quickly if you weren't either part of the Undaunted or like doing like main focusing more around Thieves Guild or Dark Brotherhood kind of things that are more focused around all three. Because the uh, War of the Three Banners takes place after the events of the main storyline. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> that, that In my mind, that's where, like when you're working with all three sides, the PvP side of things, the storyline of the PvP and the Three Banners War takes place after Moleg Ball is defeated. It's like, okay, there's a big power gap. Hey, let's go take over the Imperial City now. Yeah, okay, that would make sense, but it doesn't. You can't change that. You can't just... I'm retconning it right now because I hate Cadwell's <laughs> gold and silver. Done, that's it. I'm calling... And let me get my phone here. He's like, no, that's the that's the end of, that's the end of tales, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> My no. opinion is down. <laughs> I'm I'm calling Todd the God Howard right now, and uh -oh. I'm gonna say we're that's it. We're retconning the lore. <laughs> Lawrence Schick, I'm calling you too. We're retconning all of this. That's it. We're fixing it. <laughs> yeah. So that I I just hate Cadwell's goal because it, I just know it wasn't there originally. And it feels so shoehorned in. That's my problem. I hate it too. I can agree with that. That's one thing. I never done the Almir Dominion questline yet. I only did maybe two or three quests in Auridon and that was it. I still don't know what happens in the Almir Dominion questline. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I, the game allows you to grind through it without doing the quests. So... We sacrifice all lives in Auridon to you, Sithis. Take them. <laughs> I always say Covenant and Ebonarch Pact should form an alliance and take over Dominion and have a feast in the lands of Aldmere Dominion. Yeah, I was walking around this. I think I, I mentioned it to you, Ark, how much I loved Oradon as a it's a zone. It's very pretty. Yeah, like it's and so pretty. If it weren't for all the damn knife ears. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so, I don't know. Um, Monument says, Actually, a friend of mine made a good point once. He said that he didn't really like that they made the main storyline a single-player thing instead of making a story where you work together because it is an MMO. I agree, and I'm an MMO player first and foremost. Um, but this franchise, I know Arkaneer and both Avi never played MMOs before. That would probably be incredibly jarring for people who went from the single player. With this, with this IP, like, if you guys follow me or any, know anything about me and anything else I do with DCN, like some of our other shows we do, like Tavern Talk and another one that's coming up, they're all focused on very heavy group-based MMOs because that's what MMOs always work, group-based things, and, and I like those. I actually dislike that tail, or not tails, we're a group, see, we got a group going on, we got a party, uh, that ESO is 95% solo, 5% group-based, <laughs> whereas older MMOs used to be 5% solo, 95% they just flipped over this past decade or so. I, I do like how ESO does it, though, because it's a little more on the line of, sure, the like the main zones that you do when you first start the game, all of these are more single-player, but they're, they are putting more team-based things into the DLC, into the newer zones, which is something that I think is the nice thing that they're doing. Like, you can't go single-player Craglorn. Uh, very... Yeah. It's a very group-based style thing, just like if you want to go do world bosses and all that stuff. I think the main game being more single-player is a good thing for an Elder Scrolls game. And Monument says, I don't like stuff being forced into grouping or soloing. I like options. Agreed. Yeah. I think that's a common gamer-type thing. Um, (laughs) But I will say, Monument, like, it's one of those things where... I know Avi felt this way originally being a solo player, and then we started taking him into group dungeons and trials and vet DSA and all that stuff, and that was became one of your favorite things to do in ESO when you finally started grouping as an MMO. It really does get addictive, especially when the group isn't just face smash and is very coordinated, requires everyone to be doing what they need to do. It, it is very... It's fun. It, it's awesome. Definitely, but at the same time, I remember in ESO, uh, I was playing with somebody, I can't remember who they were at the moment, and we started new characters, and we started doing questing together, and I quickly learned I dislike questing with people. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't like this. You're not going my pace, or I'm not going yours. Questing, questing with people questing is, is difficult. very much more of a solo thing for me. Yeah, especially in such a very heavy story-based... I like questing where... Certain parts are solo. Like, when you're doing dialogue, you can do that on your own time. But then it's like, hey, I need you to go... Warcraft did this originally. Like, I remember the Shadowborn quest, for instance. When you're talking for a legendary weapon, like, there was dialogue you could do, and you could do that on your own time, right? You could get all prepped for it, but then when you got to the part where it's like, okay, guys, we need you to go pick up this item, this item, or this item, it was in the raid instance, and you had to get a group for it and you work together as a group to do these things. And certain things, like the infusion part of it, you actually had to work with your group going, guys, I need the infusion, so I need you guys to do whatever special steps are required for me to get it. Um, it yeah. I know. It, it is what it is. I know whenever we do dungeons, I always take Avi and Ark into new dungeons, 
because they know how I like to play and I know how they like to play. And I like to read stuff. If there's a book, I'll sit there and read it. And I can't do that in a pug. <laughs> yeah. Dungeons I mean, you, take you can, hours. but people won't like you. Yeah, they'll, oh, they'll hate you. <laughs> I remember when I was playing Final Fantasy XIV, they had cutscenes for story, okay? And you would get raged on if you tried to watch it. Because they're like, you can skip it and watch it in your in-room later. You know, like, you can open your book and you can watch the scene. It's like, but I want to watch it now, because then it, I get all the feelings. Like, we just did a fight, now we're seeing I'm getting hyped. People Ruined would try to kick you from the group. Oh, they were angry. Oh, my goodness. There was so much salt. So much salt. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Um group options. Pretty nice. I didn't I didn't really have an answer for our uh, gaming discussion, so I'm glad that happened right now. Because... <laughs> I kind of You were talking about Craglorn being solo. Or, or not soloable. Because that was one of their adventure zones. And I do right. adventure zones in quotes, because I don't think they're ever going to do one again. And that I think makes should. me sad. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they should definitely add more. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great idea. It was, but then there were all the solo players... Uh, I'm going to point out Modovan here, who doesn't like being forced into grouping, and Adventure Zones more or less forced you into grouping. Because either you can point out me, you can point out me too, because I've yeah. never done Craglorn. Um, simply because of that reason. Just I like that it's there. In chat, just said, "I wish I could do Craglorn solo too." Here's the thing: before it used to be very difficult, where you couldn't do it by yourself because it was difficult. But as we got more champion points, like I can solo almost everything in Craglorn problem is they do shoehorn you because there's certain quests and stuff like that when you go into a dungeon you cannot progress unless you have three other people to stand on platforms or something dumb like yeah. that but also for that exact reason we were able to do the uh, Craglore Knights in Wings of Fate and we, we never did that for any other zone because they didn't need us to be a group right yeah, I do remember doing Craglorn Knights, and they were something that were really fun to do, where we all mm -hmm. got together as a guild and went out, formed groups, and it was fun to do. Um, it helped that all the quests were repeatable, so it's not like... Yeah. And I like that, how you get the clear the first time, but you can continue to do the quests. Like, they're repeatable every day. That way you can always help out a friend and get rewards. Alright, guys. Uh, anyone have anything else for this discussion topic? Something that you would like to see enhanced? I'm, I'm, I would like to see more adventure zones. That's my kind of final thoughts. I, I, can agree uh, with that. I, I was actually going to force, you know, just for the sake of argument, going with crafting, but we, do not, we don't need that anymore. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I wish there was more crafting stuff, too. It was a little mm -hmm. more... Um, I, I would like them to enhance crafting for when housing comes out to allow us to make furniture and stuff. That'd be great. Yeah. Though I don't know how would we fill that castle in Glenombra with crafting. That would take years. That's a castle. That's oh, I'm house. fine with that. And and Justin G says I like I love the idea of zone R2 designed for groups, but I don't like being unable to finish. I don't want them to ever do the you need to have bodies to stand on this. If you're able to solo it, I think you should be able to solo it, or at least try. 
Um, but I hate doing like certain quests in Craglorn where it's like if you didn't have three bodies to stand on in these three levers, the door won't open and you can't go any further. That to me was annoying. Yeah. I mean, I, I was soloing quests where I literally just would do quests till I got to that point and then shout and zone going, hey, paying a thousand gold for two other people to come over here and just stand on these platforms for me. You know, something like that. Just <laughs> so I could continue. I like the idea of soloing and then running into obstacles that makes you feel like, okay, I actually need more people to get past this obstacle before I get back to doing what I was doing. But I just like that obstacle being standing on standing on pillars with yeah, two other people. I, I like the idea of them doing these kind of things, but not something as vague as just like needing two more people to come stand on a pillar for a couple seconds. Right. And and yeah, if you enter a room and it's something like, oh my goodness, there's like 90 enemies in here, it would be really helpful if I had more people. Right. That's an okay barrier. Having a platform you have to stand on is annoying. Yeah. I mean, they, they should have done something like, you know, the group events in public dungeons that unlocks with a specific, you know, whatever. You know, if you... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if you are doing the quest solo, it shouldn't keep you from doing the quest. But maybe unlocking another boss or something. You know, if you have three people, okay, you got to fight this uh, whatever Atronach. That doesn't really give you anything, gear-wise. But it's still fun to do with a group. Right. I but, see. Like, uh, there's, there's different routes you can take, and you can take... Kind of like, oh, well, you can keep going straight, but if you go right, you may hit a harder boss, and you may have to bring some people to get past that yeah, obstacle yeah, and get that prize. Here's I something like that, that I, I would really like to see, too. Encourage exploration. If you go in as a group, you can stand on the platforms and move forward faster. If you're solo, you still need to have something to activate the platforms, but you have to find it. Go, okay, well, maybe there's something like a stone or something, and you can search the dungeon for these stones you can pick up, and then sit on there and then advance by yourself, but yep. it takes longer because you have to explore maybe off the beaten path to try to find, well, oh look, this stone fits perfectly on the pedestal. I can just sit it here, but I have to, oh, I got one up. I need to find the other one. All right, let's run back and backtrack and try to find it. That would allow groups to progress faster, not needing to explore if you didn't want to, but a solo player would then be able to go, I want to progress past this door. I don't have two other people to stand on the platforms. Let me go find these rocks that are hidden in, in the dungeon. And then I can pick them up and put them on the platforms, and I can stand on the third platform. I can go through. Wow, Jellos, I think you just fixed Craghorn. <laughs> <laughs> hear that, Zoss? You can hire me anytime. I got yeah, I, of I was going to say, I was like, Zoss, you hear that? You just, you just <laughs> fixed it for you right there for free. I mean, that would be your options. That right there is your options of, do if I do go with a group, I don't have to search this entire dungeon. We can just stand on the platforms. If I want to do it solo, I got to explore. Yeah, it's a little more punishing for for playing solo, but you can. But do if it. you're playing solo, yeah. you probably want to do that anyway. Yeah, you want the you want the challenge exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, there. That's what I'd like to see, enhanced. All right. <laughs> Fred, Frederick in chat. Zenimax should hire Agelis as a game designer. Uh, no, we'll go from there. Anyway, we'll just leave that at that. Alright guys, that was our discussion topic for this week. 
Uh, chat room, thank you so much for coming out. Um, guys, that's the end of our show, guys. That's amazing. Good times. Good times. So yeah. why don't we go around, give our final thoughts, and we'll end the show. So, Ark, why don't you go ahead and go first? Just tell people where they can find you, etc., etc. Okay, this time I probate an outro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always been a joy on the show. I should thank everyone in the community for welcoming me as an official member. That means a lot. I hopefully won't, uh, you know, disappoint. I'll keep doing my naked dance red card stuff. Yep. That's, that's not going to change. Uh, you can find me anywhere as Arkanir. That is A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R. I hope I spelled it correctly. I don't know. <laughs> I wrote it there. but If you're watching the video... It's under his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's more accurate way of looking up. Um, that is in, on Twitter, in-game, um, at Gmail if you want to send me a mail. Um, I will give an update on European Guild once I get it more active, which should be soon because I'll be starting, starting to work since uh, starting tomorrow, so I won't be able to participate in the events of North American Mega Server, therefore I'll be more active in European server. Um, I guess that's about it, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Avi, sir. Yes. It was a good episode. I'm happy to be back. Uh, I missed you, Avi. I, I did. Uh, I miss you too. I've been very away from everybody doing my own thing for a little bit. You know, real life happens sometimes, but... But, but I'm I'm coming back slowly. I'm excited for the new update and the new dungeons coming out. I I got Amanda saying that I have to play them with her. So. I saw on Discord. I, she practically yeah. threatened you. And yeah. I was going to yeah. say something, but I didn't want her to threaten me, so I just turned the other way. <laughs> I, I appreciate the threat, though, because I didn't mean to get back into ESO. <laughs> so it was an appreciated threat. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but where to find me? Find me at AviOptimal, A-V-I-O-P-T-I-M-A-L, and that's pretty much anywhere, theme, and theme Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Anywhere Twitter. to find me, I'm there. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm your host, Jealous. Thank you so much for coming out. You can find me in-game at Jealous, A-G-G-E-L-O-S, on Twitter, Jealous underscore W-O-F. That's where you find me. Follow the show, Tales of Tamriel, and of course our network at Dungeon Crawl Net on the Twitters, um, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com, YouTube.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network, Facebook.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network. You see in the pattern here. We also have Steam and PS4 groups, so search Dungeon Crawler Network. We're not original, we like the name. It's called Branding and Be Appreciative. Easy to find us. Join us out, join our Discord. I always put links in our descriptions for our Discord. If you look at the Dungeon Crawler Network Twitter, it's the pinned tweet. You can just click it. Join us. Join the conversation. It's always fun. Thank you so much for the chat room. Thank you so much for all you guys who download the episode every week from iTunes, from Google Play, Stitcher, all those places. You guys are amazing. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. You guys are the best. Keeping the lights on here, keeping the torches lit and all of that fun stuff. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week. Have a great day, everybody. A serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortals sway 
Once more, these are days.